When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Rockney Cast. For this particular episode, I'm going to share with you my medical information before I started fasting and five months after I started fasting. In particular, I'm going to share with you how helpful fasting was for me to get off the diabetes train. And I hope I don't get choked up. I'm also going to share with you details from my doctor in terms of what she said in my medical report just before I started fasting. I'm going to share with you all the numbers before and after, offer some thoughts on this, and also announce to you that I have a new blog at rockneycole.com. That In that particular blog, we're going to be blogging about a lot of different topics. Fasting is going to be a critical component to what we're going to be blogging about, but we're also going to blog about philosophy. We're going to blog about the books that I'm reading, basically anything else that I'm interested in. But that's sort of the the theme that we're going to focus on is fasting, philosophy, and books, a lot of good stuff. So check it out at rockneycole.com. But so let's get started and talk about the connection between diabetes and fasting. You know, I got to say, when I heard that there could be a connection between the two, I had to be a little bit skeptical. Um, You know, a lot of you know that I've quoted the work of Dr. Jason Fun, and he made a pretty astounding claim in his book called The Diabetes Code that one of the keys to reversing, especially type 2 diabetes, was to do intermittent fasting. I thought, well, gosh, could it really be that simple? And of course, the results can be different for every person, but he's actually been able to observe this several times in his own practice. And I'm only offering you my example so I can share with you the impact that it had for me. Now, as to whether it worked for you, that would be after conversation you'd have to have with your doctor. Um, I strongly encourage you to read Dr. Jason Fung, but that's going to be for you to make on that own individual, your own individual journey. But let me share with you, first off, the statement from my doctor, and this is actually from my medical record. And this is what the doctor had said, my doctor had said regarding my diabetes. She said that I had impaired fasting glucose in the last three to four years. And he, she said that it's now been, my fasting blood sugars have been above 126 twice. Now, what that means is that's the threshold to be above type 2 diabetes. She also said that my average blood sugar reading, which is the A1C, so that's the average reading over the last essentially 90 days, was gradually going up and it had now reached 6, which was also an important threshold for her. So that was the point that she had recommended that I essentially do a specialized two-hour glucose tolerance test test to determine whether I actually was diabetic. Um, She advised that, and this is the scary part, this is from my record, I'd actually never seen this until today, and I'm sharing it with you. She said, 
She advised that if we diagnosed him, and she's referring with moi, Rockney, of the Rockney cast with diabetes, we would be working on aggressive blood pressure control, would consider a statin, even though its cholesterol is not high, and and we'd recommend annual influenza vaccine, pneumonia vaccine months, and an annual eye check. She explained that the problem with gradually increasing blood sugars is the risk of end organ damages increases the longer one has elevated blood sugar. He would not need to take a medicine for the diabetes for now, um, but she did recommend a diabetes class. So, wow. She's saying that I needed an uh, eye check to determine that the, that the diabetes wasn't damaging my eyes, that I could have organ damage if I didn't get this blood sugar thing under control. And she gave me the advice of, and she's a great doctor. I love my doctor. She's great. But she basically said, eat whole grains and do the Mediterranean diet. And who knows? Maybe that could have worked. A friend of mine recently told me that, you know, the keto diet and fasting is really low on the popularity level for a lot of people. That may be. But I'm telling you, if you're obese, if you mix keto and you mix intermittent fasting and you combine them, they are very powerful. Not only do you lose weight, but for me, it's the... It's the impact it's had on my diabetes. So here are my numbers. And these are straight out of my medical records from May 11th of 2020. And I'm also going to share with you the report that I had in a uh, life insurance exam that was done five months later in early October of 2020. So my blood pressure in May of 2020 was 155 over 92. That is hypertension. And by the way, that's high blood. That's bad. And by the way, that's with two blood pressure medications that I was on at the time, Losartan and hydrochlorothorazide. It was going in the wrong direction. And I was getting very close to having to increase my blood pressure medication. My weight at that time was 300. My A1C was 6. Let's get into the type 2 diabetes range. My Fasting blood glucose was 135. That, my friends, is type 2 diabetes. That is why she got me that specialized two-hour fasting blood glucose test. Now, five months later, after intermittent fasting, here were my readings. My blood pressure was 120 over 80. My blood glucose reading was 84, which is not even pre-diabetic. That's a normal reading. And my A1C was 5.6 and my weight was 270. And so my friends, that is the impact in just five months. Now, the only difference, I haven't had my um, blood tested since that time. The only difference now is I weigh about 250 and this is January of 2021. So fasting almost seems too good to be true. Um, I'm sharing you my with res- my results only so you can start on your own journey, okay? Um, it may not work for everyone. The only thing that I will tell you is that nearly every prediction the Fastic app made in general when I looked at it, as well as the work of Dr. Jason Fung, every prediction that he said would happen as a general proposition has happened to me. 
Let me say that again. Every prediction Dr. Fung made in terms of results of fasting, he said that would happen, has happened. Now, that's just me. But you know what? Me, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one who has benefited in this very significant way. So, I really encourage you to talk with your doctor about it. And I think the main thing that the doctor is going to do is really screen you for risks. There are certain people that should not fast. People under 18, people with specialized food schedules they need for purposes of their medication, people that are subject to hypoglycemia in terms of, you know, if you have low blood sugar is too much of an issue. So you absolutely should not do it unless you talk to your doctor. Um, you know, the other thing too, though, that I, that I do want to emphasize is that, of course, you should talk to your doctor. Um, but, you know, in considering the risk, uh, you know, again, my friend today had talked about, well, geez, you know, it's not as popular as the Mediterranean diet. Look, I don't care whether you use the Mediterranean diet, the keto diet, the vegan diet, I don't care. But obesity is extraordinarily uh, risky in terms of your metabolic health. And the only thing I will say is that I didn't feel like I was fat, but I was overweight. And I still am technically. I guess right now I'm not technically obese anymore. But by the body mass index, I'm still overweight. I still need to lose weight. I'm trying to do it at a healthy pace. But whatever it takes for you to get out of obesity land, I think is really what you need to do. Fasting has stood the test of time. And, you know, these are my numbers. <laughs> That's the only thing I'll tell you is that they, these are the numbers that I'm sharing with you. Um, and they, it has incredibly transformed my life. Now, here's the other thing. How much did this cost? Well, as I've said in previous casts, zero. No medication. Who did I have to pay to learn how to fast? No one. I just needed a watch. How hard was it? Super easy. Didn't cost anything. I just needed to look at And I use the app. I do recommend the Fastic app. Um, in part, you can get it from Fastic.com, and they're not endorsing me. I'm just saying it's helpful. They give a lot of health tips. Just in terms of staying hydrated, you know, things to look out for. It also helps you to just remember your eating window. I mean, if you're disciplined, you get a chart and you can schedule a 16-hour where you're not eating for 16 hours and you're eating for 8 hours, go ahead and do it. You don't, you don't need to even get the app. But for me, it's like, you know, if you can get this for free, you don't need to get a consultant. I mean, it, it's incredible. And the other part of it is, is that you don't even have any issues with hunger. I mean, trust me. Once you get started, the hunger is really not as big of an issue as you think it's going to be. So the only thing in terms of the conversation with your doctor, the other thing I really hope that your doctor has a background in is a functional um, medicine background where you're really looking at the benefits of fasting. Not all doctors know about this. You know, this is one of these areas that Dr. Fung was very conventional. He's an MD. He's out of Toronto up until about 10 years ago uh, that he really started using the fasting protocol. He wrote his book, Obesity Code, in 2016, and Diabetes Code a little bit earlier than that. But for the most part, not every doctor is going to know about these um, significant benefits. The only thing I'll say that when I shared that I had lost the weight and had these improvements with my doctor, she said, oh, yeah, I've, I've heard that other people have had that results. She didn't say don't do it. But it's certainly an individualized determination that you'll have to make with your doctor. Um, you know, the other thing in terms of getting healthy with fasting, as an aside, I also think that, you know, when people talk about talking to their doctor, 
go talk to your doctor and ask them the following question. If, if I go to McDonald's and drink a lot of pop and eat a lot of processed food, what impact is that going to have on my health? It's bad. You know, it, it's, it's ironic that, you know, something like fasting that I, I think is very, very safe. It's not for everyone. Again, do go to your doctor. Uh, but as compared to all of the sugar that's all of around us, that's the really dangerous stuff. For me, it has been nothing but health, well-being, and making me feel really good. And, you know, the numbers don't lie. I'm no longer pre-diabetic. And in fact, I really want to see what my numbers are later on in terms of uh, the impact on my blood blood glucose and my A1C. I, hopefully it's even lower and then I'm even healthier the next time I get that checked. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Certainly that medical report was a huge part of my decision to start talking about potential eye damage and organ damage from type 2 diabetes. Folks, it is reversible, and it's reversible in such a simple way. So I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope you're also able to check out rocknicole.com. I'm continuing to blog every single day, and we are going to have Rockneycasts about other areas, about stoicism, about various interesting places and people. Our next one that we're going to do on Friday of this week is about Toussaint Overture. It's going to be a three-part series about one of the great revolutionaries, Toussaint Louis and I have a, I'll be joined by a friend of mine, Levy Lee Simon, uh, one of the uh, top playwrights from the University of Iowa about 20 years ago, and he's currently an actor and playwright in L.A. So look forward to seeing you next time on The Rockney Cast.